0: Welcome back to RHS's What's Your Story podcast. It's Jess here. And on today's episode, we have two guests who are um, juniors. We have Karen Gomez and Skyla Simone as our guest speakers today. And they're both going to be talking about motivation and growth mindset. But we also have their own personal stories. So for Karen, her favorite subjects are English and psychology. And she wants to be a psychologist or psychiatrist when she graduates and goes to college because she loves to help her community by doing community service, being a good listener to others and being in tune with herself. And for Skyla, she loves sports and connecting with everyone despite um, social pandemic-related things. So she will keep in contact with people through various ways, either through text, FaceTime, or even social distance walks. Um, she's very in tune with herself. So she likes to reflect and take time to think about what she needs and she will get it done. So uh, good morning, Karen and Skyla. How are y'all doing today?
1: I'm doing good. How about you? Doing
2: also doing well.
1: Pretty well. So I'll, I'll jump in. Um,
3: this is to our millions of, of listeners. This is Mr. Friesen. Um, so both, both of you reached out because you wanted to talk about kind of your mental health. And I think that that's something that, um, you know, some students and and adults are kind of struggling with right now through the pandemic, through remote learning. So maybe we'll start with Skyla. Skyla, what are, what are some things that, that, that you do to stay active, um, you know, throughout the, throughout the day?
2: Um, so even at the start, even now, um, every single day I will get outside. I'll go for a walk. Um, I personally, I have a dog, so I will walk my dog. We'll walk for about an hour, sometimes even two hours, just around like my block, around my street. Um, it's a great way to just tell me in the morning, kind of clear my mind, you know, be at peace with myself for the day. Um, and just kind of be thankful for even be, being able to walk and being able to get outside and even like having a dog, like it's such a blessing. Um, and I really just, I enjoy it. It's not something I'm like, Oh, I have to go for a walk today. Like I genuinely want to. And honestly, it's one of those physical activities that a lot of people can do. And it doesn't have a lot of stress on their body. It's great for recovery. It's great for getting your joints going. It's great for your bones. It's great for, you know, it's a mood booster. Like it's scientifically proven to boost your mood and it's, it gives you a lot of time to reflect on yourself, but not in a negative way because you're surrounded by, um, just the outdoors you're surrounded and you don't have to be surrounded by people to walk, you know, even by yourself, like you're at peace and it's very calming. Um, especially if you're in an area where you, you live on a, maybe quieter street, even if you don't, um, maybe those sounds can help you, you know? So I think it's great. I think it's something that a lot of people can do and it's not very limiting for people. Um, so that's one activity that I feel like can help a ton of people regardless of where you are or the kind of person you are.
3: Love it. I think that 10,000 10, steps a day to be everybody's goal. I know I always come up short, but 10,000, I think it's like close to, to three miles. Karen, same question to you. What are some things that that you've been doing?
1: Well, what I've been doing is meditating. I think that's incredibly important. And also while meditating, telling myself like very positive mantras, like positive affirmations, because not only is it important to, you know, take care of yourself physically but also mentally because they connect like together and a really quick shout out to my English teacher my AP Lit teacher Miss Terenzi because yesterday in fact we actually had a class dedicated to meditating because she realized how stressed we all were and how we were so concerned and worried about grades and like everything that's been going on within online learning so she took the class to kind of set it aside for us to focus on ourselves mentally she was telling us that she would always be there for us and that she wanted to be a better teacher which by the way she already is a better teacher and she overall just deserves a shout out because she is one of the best teachers I've ever had in my entire education and I just wanted her to know that but back to what I was saying, meditating is incredibly important, being able to be at peace within your mind. And like Skyla was saying, being outside is also very nice. I have been doing that. In fact, I live right near the beach. So I kind of walk through secluded areas within like paths. I've been sitting outside and reading. So it's like really peaceful to be so immersed within a book. And then the ambiance, like the weather and like the beautiful sky, that's been helping a lot. So overall, just like being at peace within myself, within myself mentally, I've been doing all those things.
3: That that is fantastic to hear. Um, yes, and Miss Terenzi is one of one of the best in the biz, as they say. So we are we are lucky to have her at Revere High School. And I think that those strategies for both of you are fantastic.
0: Karen, do you meditate every day and for how long?
1: Um, So sometimes I may not meditate every single day because I might have something else to do. Unfortunately, you know, sometimes things kind of get in the schedule, but when I do meditate, I try to do it for at least 15 to 20 minutes. And it's also really good to do it before bed because you give yourself like these positive affirmations and you sleep with that thought. And then you can also do it in the morning so you can start your day off in a positive way. So I would say like about 15 to 20 minutes, whether it's both the morning and the night or just one of the two.
4: Okay, so I have a question, um, either Karen or Skylar can answer. I was going to ask, how much has your mental health changed since the pandemic? Uh,
2: That's definitely one to reflect on. Um, I feel like before the pandemic, before I was home, I wasn't home a lot at all. And I think it was just to distract myself. That's why I love sports so much, because it's just a distraction and makes me feel good, both physically and mentally, you know, boost my mood, boost my confidence. But I never was in touch with how I really felt. And that's something that I think even adults struggle with now, because they're so caught up in work. They're so caught up in all of the bills they have to pay, you know, and the families they have to support. So even for adults, especially for teenagers now, when you're just trying to figure out who you are as a person, I did not realize that I had all of these kind of spaces missing. Like I felt empty in certain areas. Like I wasn't in touch with my family a lot. Um, I didn't realize that we did not communicate enough. And I know a lot of kids struggle with that. You know, a lot of kids come from broken homes and you know, I'm blessed to have a mom who supports me. Um, but she also has a lot of things mentally that build up for her because of she's been through a lot. You know, I've been through a lot as a person. So I think just, coming from a broken home uh, personally, and I know a lot of kids do, it's definitely hard to be in touch with your feelings and how you feel Um, and mentally going through that. Like I struggled a lot. I'm going to be totally transparent. There's a bunch of times that I have cried throughout this pandemic and I know a lot of kids have too. And it's hard to be transparent about these things because you don't want to be seen as vulnerable. Um, And that's something I always struggled with as a person was being vulnerable. I always try to put a smile on my face and just try to get through it. And I did a lot of the times, but this pandemic has really, really, really improved my transparency and being able to talk about how I feel, because I know a lot of people struggle with talking about how they feel. And that is something I struggled with my whole entire life. And now I am more transparent than ever. I am posting more on social media about who I am as a person. I am very transparent and about you know, because I am personally, I am Christian. I know a lot of people don't may not believe in God or um, have faith in God, but I personally do. It's not something I'd ever force on anybody, but that's something I believe in. Um, and that's something I post about. And people can choose to look past it or people can look into it, you know. Um, but I'm very open about that. I'm very open about how at peace I am with myself. And just like Karen, you know, meditating is a great thing to do, especially for somebody who may not have faith in God but want to feel that inner peace meditation is so great for that and that you know it's something even if it's just 20 minutes it'll turn your whole day around to being something that you're constantly overthinking to being at peace with what you succeed in during that day so I would say personally for me I am way more open and I am so much happier and at peace with who I am mentally because I was not in touch with that before the pandemic.
0: I love that growth that you had of being outside too much. And then when you were forced to stay inside for safety reasons, you were able to find yourself even more.
1: Well, I just wanted to say, Skyla, I am super, super proud of you for being able to grow so much because being in a vulnerable state is very hard to kind of put yourself in. A lot of people struggle with that. I have struggled with that as well. So I just wanted you to know that I'm proud of you. Somebody like from an outside perspective, I've seen you grow so much from like middle school all the way up to us being juniors. And I just want you to know that if you ever need somebody, I'm always here for you. If anybody in the school needs somebody to talk to I will always be there for you. I wanna be there for as many people as I possibly can be. But yes, vulnerability is very hard to express. I'm somebody who I actually am pretty vulnerable, but there are moments where I'm not, it's very hard. It's a kind of like a wishy-washy situation. So with my mental health, It definitely got worse within the pandemic because I was so secluded from everybody. I was home alone a lot and I'm a very social person. I like to go out. I like to, you know, be with my friends and talk to them. But, you know, of course, with the pandemic, we have to take the necessary precautions in order to make sure everybody's safe. And I'm perfectly fine with that, you know, so that was very hard. Uh, I noticed that, you know, everybody was going through their own personal things. So I, you know, you have to understand that not everybody's going to be able to speak whenever that you want to. So being alone a lot was very hard. So within that time, like I said before, I would meditate, I would read a lot, I watched a lot of movies during quarantine, those things helped a lot. And I I'm very grateful to say that I have a very good connection with my family, especially my older sister. She's somebody I consider my best friend. So being able to have like that confidant within my own home, someone I can consistently talk to within my own problems, things like that, I'm very grateful for that. Um, As for like me personally, I kind of acknowledge whenever I go through something, I don't push it aside. I allow myself to feel what I have to feel because it is very important to acknowledge your own emotions because the more you push it aside, the more it's going to um, impact you in the future. So I I know it's very hard for a lot of people to do that. And it's not something that you can do right away. It's not something that you can just say, oh, okay, I'm just going to acknowledge my feelings. I'm feeling this way and I'm going to do this about it. A lot of people struggle with mental health, such as depression, anxiety. I personally struggle with anxiety, and that's a very hard obstacle to deal with, but I kind of just think like, it's all going to be okay at the end of the day, like my anxious thoughts aren't true. These things that are are in my head that are telling me that I'm not going to be okay and that everything is terrible. These are fabricated, fabricated concepts, and I can't lie to myself. So. What I was wanted what I wanted to say was that journaling is very good. It helped me personally. It may not be for everybody, but for me, it definitely helped a lot because kind of logging my own thoughts and seeing like the patterns and noticing what I have to improve on or what I'm perfectly okay with, that was definitely something that like I'm happy that I did throughout quarantine and drawing especially and painting because I know a lot of people artists within the RHS community and that is such like an amazing thing to be able to kind of express yourself artistically so that's something I've done I've worked on canvases I've worked on like paper things like that so overall I found coping mechanisms and I think that's one of the most important things anybody can do when they're struggling with mental health
4: thank you guys so much for sharing that I feel like you guys just expressing your lives is needed because there is a lot of people that are afraid to express it. So just seeing that you guys have the courage to share your stories, talk about all this mental health issues or good things that you're going through, it just shows everyone that you they can also do it just like you guys are doing it. So I thank you guys so much.
3: Yeah, I'm so impressed with with the um, advice uh, that you've you've kind of or just given to to all of our fellow classmates, but I also have to put a plug in um, if there is anybody that is listening, that we do have um, support staff here at Revere High School that you can you can connect with, you know, social workers, guidance counselors. Obviously, you're your incredible teacher. So. Um, I think the advice that Karen and Skyla both just gave in terms of staying active and and being keeping your brain active is so critical um, you know, to what we are all going through right now. So for anybody out there, you know, there there are supports that, that you can access.
0: Thank you both for sharing so much about your whole journey of dealing with stuff or having a quote-unquote normal life before the pandemic and then in the beginning where there was a lot of confusion and fear and it might have taken a toll on your mindset for a while but then it's so great that you were able to pick yourselves up doing through like meditation or going outside keeping contact with people like taking control of what you can take control of to better deal with the world right now and it's helping you a lot. And I can tell that you guys are in a better place now and are happier. So I'm just so proud of you too for like going through that journey and you're still working hard on trying to help others and helping yourselves. It's amazing.
2: Thank you Jess, really appreciate it. I just want everybody to know that like smiling is one of the best things you can do and constantly telling yourself, it's a waste of time to be sad right now you know, having that thought, like, why am I sad? Or why am I feeling this way? Just knowing that it's a waste of time, and you could be enjoying life and what you're doing right now, and just being so grateful, and just to keep smiling.
1: Yeah, honestly, YOLO, (laughs) YOLO, you only live once. And I just want everybody to know that it's all going to be okay at the end of the day, you know, take Take everything that you have to do in order to improve yourself as a human being because we are all capable of growth. We are all capable of being our better selves and improving ourselves, whether it's mentally, physically, any aspect that we have to. And I, I'm proud of everybody throughout this entire pandemic. I'm proud of everybody within RHS community. I'm proud of everybody who's trying to improve, trying to be in a better mental state. And I like, I want to emphasize one more time that it will be okay. I pr- I promise that with my entire heart. All
3: right, so something that we've done in, in previous episodes is we have some shout outs. Um, and for those of you that are listeners, there is a Google form that you can always fill out to uh, shout somebody out. Maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a teacher, um, something that's going on in your life that you want to shout out.
2: A shout out to my teacher, Miss Wilkins. She is somewhat, she's such an advocate for mental health. She's probably one of the sweetest people I've ever met as a human being. Um, She's my AP language teacher. Um, She has helped so many juniors and seniors throughout the school year now. And she's just such an incredible person. She's so sweet. And every day she asks us, how are you really? And she genuinely wants to know. She'll have personal conferences with us. You know, she'll dedicate a class to meeting with kids for five minutes just to talk. And that is something I feel like every teacher could benefit from um, and a lot of students could benefit from. She has just been such a great support system um, for a lot of kids mentally. And I know for a lot of freshmen and sophomores who might have her next, they're really going to enjoy her and her energy. So she's such a positive person, so kind. And I think she is a person that a lot of people need in their life.
4: Yes, I agree with Skyla because I also have her. I absolutely love her. She's just she's just full of this positive energy and gives off these positive vibes and just dedicates most of her time to knowing how her students are actually feeling, especially since she knows that this is such a tough time we're all going through. So I also agree with Skylar, I love her so much.
3: And I'm just, I'm gonna pile on the the one uh, shout out that we got was also for Ms. Wilkins and it says, I want to shout out my AP Lang teacher, Ms. Wilkins. She is so kind and sweet and always brings an uplifting uplifting vibe in class. She is also someone who genuinely cares about her students' well being so. Three for three right there, Ms. Wilkins. Nice job out there.
4: OK, well, to close this up, we want to thank Karen and Skyla for participating and being patient because this was a really hard topic. Uh, going off of what we also talked about last week but um thank you guys so much we love you all have a good rest of your weekend
3: and if you would like to be a guest anybody out there that would like to be a guest you can email me you can email our instagram page jess or any ariani or what is our instagram page again
0: rhs.podcast.22
3: Thank you, and uh, the next episode will come out in a couple weeks. Be on the lookout for